some of you are very analytical. And you're going to listen to this message, whether here in this sanctuary or out there on the podcast or wherever. And you're going to say, okay, give me three, five, seven, ten steps to finding closure. And you're not going to find it. So I'm going to do for you a very special favor. Have you ever received a message on your cell phone or voicemail at work? The person comes on and they don't say who they are and they go through five minutes of telling you their problem and then at the very end, they give you their name and phone number. For all of you that do that, God help you. And God help the person who has to wade through that. When you leave a voicemail, leave your name, speak clearly, and your phone number. So that when they listen to all the rest of it, they don't have to go back and listen to the whole thing all over again to get your phone number. Now, here's your step for those who are very analytical. Wrote them down for you. Steps toward finding closure. Are you ready? Write them down. And if you don't get them written down, that's okay. Listen to the podcast or get the CD. You won't have to listen to all of it all over again. You'll have them right at the very front. How's that? Is that not good? Here it is. Number one, take responsibility for your actions or your inactions. Do a little historical perspective here. I mean, go back and ask yourself concerning the event, the circumstance, the incident, the relationship. Did you make an honest attempt at resolution. This is still step number one. Did you make an honest attempt at resolution? If you did, skip to step number two. If you didn't, there's more. If not, why not? Why did you not try to work through it when it happened? Was it fear? Was it resentment, bitterness, anger? If so, repent now and go to step two. Step two. Did you learn anything from the experience? Did you learn anything from the experience? Now, be specific. Otherwise, repent. Make what you learned part of your character. This is still step number two. Make what you learned part of your character. Number three. Step number three. Write down your goals and objectives. Now, this is important. What stymies us, what stalls us, what puts us in neutral, what gets us stuck is we don't have specific goals and objectives. Start with one week, maybe even one day. Put it down. I'm going to do this. Because oftentimes what happens is we become paralyzed emotionally. So write down, step number three, write down your goals and objectives for this coming week, for this coming month, and even for the next year. Be specific. Number four, simple, teach others. Remember I said you learn something from it? Teach others. Be proactive. Do something with what you have gained. Turn this from being a roadblock into a launching pad. Teach others. Number five, last one, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. And then rejoice some more. That's it. There's your five steps. Now, for those of us who are interested in the big picture, those of you who are very analytical, you've got all you need, you can leave. You can turn it off. I don't think you will. But anyway, here's the bigger picture when it comes to finding closure. There is research that has been done and a scale developed to determine if you need closure. And it's simply called that NFCS, Need for Closure Scales. I'm not going to bore you with all the scientific stuff. I'm just going to give you a bottom line. People who have an extreme need for closure tend to have a distaste for ambiguity. They detest a lack of organization and planning. They're very analytical to an extreme 
And as a result, they have difficulty, if they don't get their closure, they have difficulty being creative and productive. Those who are less apt to need closure tend to be more creative and more productive. Now, that's just what that study found. I I don't tell you that that's the gospel. I'm just telling you that that has been done. The research has been done. And I will also be honest with you and tell you that the results of that research has been questioned. Okay? I went far enough to investigate and find out that not everybody accepts the results of that, that research. Now, the reason we need to find closure is that we have unresolved hurt that will prevent us from being able to function effectively. I believe that God wants us functioning at our peak performance. How about you? I want to be my best for Him. I want to be the best that I can be for Jesus. Hurt is one of the number one killers of effectiveness because it controls the correct functioning of the emotions which perverts our thinking processes. We think all about the wrong things when we are hurt because we allow the hurt to wreck our emotions. We have a train wreck emotionally. 